Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Rolls, a D&D podcast where there are no small rolls. And good news, we've done all of our shopping between the episodes. <laughs> Hooray! Yes! You're welcome, Daryl. Ha, thanks. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by a group of people who have, just before we hit record, consented for their corpses <laughs> to be looted by each other <sighs> in case they suddenly demise. So It's very important. Because we've bought loads of stuff now. Yeah. So, you know. Sure. Well, say hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. Lady Tula Delavoe. <laughs> Make sure you all spend your money so you don't have a corpse that's oh, worth looting. I have no money left. Well, we keep on regretting not having all the stuff that was on Enkidu's body, so... So we all need to write a will, obviously. <laughs> so we need this in legal writing. So we can skip the looting episode as well. <laughs> There's no need for that paperwork among adventurers. <laughs> so do you all want to show off uh, show off your recent purchases? Yes! yes. yes. Uh, let's yeah. cue the theme tune! Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D You'll hang your character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even better lay plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades With Juna sharing Ginger's warning with the party, you all agreed to spend the day in Vernock Rise and reassess your plans later. 
Heading to the first tournament challenge in the city, a clay pigeon style task involving a catapult, a dragon marked sack and a longbow, Enkidu and Juna's attempts were frustratingly close to succeeding. But Gaius tried his hand next, and it was Gwendolyn who eventually hit the drake and won the spoon. Diving straight into your second challenge back at the tavern, with Ruana and Aggie in tow, Orin was led into another room with a cloth-covered tray, being challenged to count the wooden spoons on the tray as the cloth was quickly lifted. After miscounting, he was kept in the room and Gwendolyn stepped up next. This time, Juna watched the task through Ruana's eyes, sharing with Enkidu and Gaius downstairs. As Enkidu tried the challenge, knowing what was to come, he blew a puff of wind into the cloth, granting himself an extra second and coming to the correct conclusion that there were no wooden spoons on the tray at all. After celebrating with stories of their old pastimes, they set out shopping, only to be interrupted by Kirda delivering a cart and two horses. Eager to keep the gnomes apart, the party split, with Gaius and Juna heading off in one direction, whilst Orin and Enkidu led Kirda in the opposite direction, leaving Gwendolyn to sort out the parking. (laughs) (laughs) So, a brief time has followed since then, in which you have all been out shopping. Gwendolyn, let's let's chat through what you've been up to first. Okay, so I'll go and I'll park the horses. And as Gwendolyn's doing that, she's like keeping an eye out around the town, still just checking. She doesn't see any posters anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, Doesn't want to see her own face staring back at her. Uh, just yet she's feeling pretty grotty like she's just been helping sort out the horses um which you've told me is going to cost me three gold so i've got that written down yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh take, ticking that off and so um she goes in search of the tipple because she's pretty sure that's the sort of place that is going to have like a nice place where she can get, have a bath and that's what she mm. wants oh. she feels gross and kind of as she's kind of on her way there, I think she passes the blacksmith. She's kind of thinking about her idea for this fan-like weapon, but mm-hmm. looking at the work they've got there, she's not sure they can really do what she wants with the right finesse. She's mm. she's got something very much in her mind that um, Kasula used to have, and it's really got to kind of look like it's it's not really a weapon. And yeah. she's not. I mean, sure. a blacksmith could put some metal together, but it won't make it look. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. It needs to look fancy. Oh. So she's not sure Vernock Rise is the place to get this sort of uh, equipment. Um, so she continues on. And uh, yeah, does she does she find the tipple, David? Gwendolyn has been there before. So she has a rough idea of where exactly it is. Uh, so yeah, uh, after a little bit of searching, you spot sort of one or two people acting in a, in a funny way. And you're like, oh, okay. That's where <laughs> it is. And like realize, and then you, you find yourself in one of those like crossroads that you're like, oh no, I recognize this place. It's down this way. And then, yeah, it's not long before Gwendolyn finds it. Fabulous. And she's just like, hello, um, I met somebody on the road. They told me about this place. Can I have a bath and a hot chocolate, please? (laughs) That sounds amazing. (laughs) Um, And yeah, they charge you, uh, if you're not, say, hiring a companion to join you in the bath. No, no. (laughs) No. She wants the bath all to herself today. (laughs) Then it'd only be 10 gold pieces to to sort of hire the room have some nice like salts and petals and things in the bath with you yeah give you a drink they've got a selection of reading materials to oh fantastic yeah she she reads whatever's there i I imagine it's slightly erotic in nature yeah there's um the ranger and the nymph yeah the ranger (laughs) Ranger and the nymph lovely uh yeah she she learns a thing or two while she has a very luxurious bath and uh starts to feel a bit more 
like herself because they've been in the rain they've been traveling it's just grotty and gross so yeah so she does that she then goes to get back in her clothes and like she's enjoyed wearing these dungarees but they're not quite um feeling like her and so and she's not even sure they feel like Carhilda. So she asks if there is anywhere that she can buy some clothes uh, at the tipple. Is there, did she get any suggestions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they would direct you to uh, Dandy's Designs. Lovely. Yeah. That sounds just up Gwendolyn <laughs> Street. Um, so she's going to go there. Uh, now, what I would like to do, David, can I trade my old fancy traveling clothes? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um. Your old travelling clothes were of quite a quality, actually, so they would probably be quite easy to sell sort of in. There's like They've been worn quite a lot. Like, they've mm. had a few repairs done already. So Yeah, that panther made it slashy. Yeah, wouldn't <laughs> necessarily. Um, but she uh, did a really good job. Well, Juna did a really good job mending it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah, just in like general wear and tear, it wouldn't be like a straight one for one, but it would give you a discount on the prices for any other full set of clothes and stuff that you want to get. Cool. Right. Yeah. So she's going to get a few bits and bobs and I will show a drawing to everyone of what her new outfit looks oh, like. Yeah. And we should post it on the ground. Very nice. But it, for uh, the listeners, think Edwardian trousers, like practical Edwardian Victorian cyclist woman who is wearing trousers <laughs> and being revolutionary. Um, so they're in like a nice green tweed. And then she's got a nice brown coat that is kind of it kind of almost feels a bit like it's got a bit of a skirt bit because she does like having a swishy skirt mm. so it's but it's it's a lot more practical than her past coat it kind of feels like this outfit that she's wearing as Carhilda now is a bit more grown up and a bit more sensible and um, she's got a very nice yellow kind of floppy bow tie and a nice white shirt and then uh she's got herself a new bag um which i would like to get a fancy lettering that says uh kt yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, nice, nice little detail that's like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, because her Very last smart. bag had a rose on it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit obvious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, she is making sure, always is making sure her rose necklace is hidden. And, and she makes sure that, like, when she's trading in these clothes, that, like, they don't ask about where she got them or anything or who they are, like. To try and throw them off the scent just in case because she's very aware oh and she also has a nice um brown straw boater with like yellow trim and she's going to get a yellow umbrella please <laughs> and a yellow umbrella yes absolutely yeah and because uh, she'll need a hat pin she might like need a couple of hat pins because they're sharp and pointy uh, i mean yeah and if they're if you're buying sort of a whole set of clothes like the hat pins would definitely be included with the hat right now Brilliant. i'm not a hatter <laughs> Uh, myself. You've played a hatter, though. I've played a hatter, but I would assume any self-respecting hatter would give you pins along the, with the your person hat. at Dandy's Designs. Are they like has has Gwendolyn been able to charm them? Um, in, in, in a little small way, but um, yeah. I mean, she has come in looking pretty, like she's in dungar. Like she doesn't look good in the clothes <laughs> she, she turned yeah, exactly. up in. So, but she's going to get changed there. So. Yeah, which yeah, they're, they're more than willing than willing to to give you a full set, charge you your money. Which yeah, I, again, we've we've done some of this. Uh, off screen so like the the price lists have been sent out to everybody <laughs> but basically like since i got my 200 gold i now have uh, 170 gold left and five silver so nice for anybody who's really keen to know how much money i've got wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyone else keeping a track <laughs> yes yeah. making orange spending looking out of control so once you're all um car up yeah do you just head back to drake's or 
yeah i mean she's not quite sure if she spent too much time out anyway because she spent like an hour having this bath and Mm. so i think yeah she's just she's gonna kind of walk down the street and try and get a feel for how carl hilda walks she's been trying to like take on a bit more of enkidu's more like understated way of walking Mm. and just like kind of just like trying to blend in with the crowd a little bit more now she's got kind of her more neutral tones going on Mm. so she's just kind of do that and then she's gonna make her way to drake's yeah um when you do get back to Drake's, actually, you realise nobody else is there. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, you, there you were thinking that you'd spent far too long out and about. But actually, um, no one else has gotten back. Or if they have gotten back, they've gone and left again. Oh. Um, okay. Well, she says to Edda, like, hello, um, I'm just going to... I'm just going to go watch the catapulting then. In, if, if, your friend, <laughs> if my friends get back, can you yeah. let them know that's where I am? Uh, yeah, could do that. Cool. <laughs> that's not what she sounds like. <laughs> Every episode, yeah. I forget what Edda sounds she's like. She's travelled a lot, hasn't she's she? Yeah. <laughs> she's got a travelling accent. That's what she's yeah. got. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll let them know. Okay, thank you. Bye. Uh, just bef- oh. uh, before you... Will you be one in the room again tonight? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Probably, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right, just... Uh... <laughs> Let me know. Tell us your Gwendolyn without telling us your Probably, maybe I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just like let me know before uh, you know it goes. Because, like I say, the others, uh, the, the, the challenge and that. Is it the same price again as yesterday? Yeah, you're only paying for the beds. Okay, I'll pay you the money now, and we'll have another night. And if we don't have it, then uh, give it to somebody who is in need of it. Oh, that's very nice of you. Yeah, well, I'll, yeah, I'll do that. Cool. Okay. Thank I'll you. use it for all the drunks. <laughs> I mean, uh, as you see fit. Obviously, if you're not in it. Yeah, yeah if we're not in it. Like, that would be great. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know either way. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and I'll let you know if, or I'll let them know if, no, I'll let them know that you've gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell them Carhilda is watching the catapult. Carhilda's at the catapults. Yeah, thank you very much. And you wander off? Is it raining? Do I need to use my umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not raining today, um, but... Um, I mean, there's a light drizzle, so okay. if you're feeling particularly <laughs> the, the need for the umbrella, just to show it off, yeah, like, she just, experience that, it. She, she, she's just very ready to pop it up should she need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, you wander off um, out of the city down to the catapults. Juna and Gaius, uh, you arrive back at the tavern. Bags under arms, all of the stuff that you bought. Um, almost as soon as you walk in, Edda sort of waves you down and is like, um... Uh, your friend, um, Carlilda? Car- Carlilda, <laughs> yes. That's the one. Uh, she's just down by the catapults. She popped in. Uh, she's paid for the rooms. If you want to put your stuff up there, that's fine. Um, you can lock it if you want. But she's down by the catapults out, uh, outside the city. Just watching that, apparently. She just wanted me to let you know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's actually a good thing, because I, uh, I could test this bad boy. And he will whip out a uh, crossbow, two-handed crossbow. Whoa. <laughs> With his finger on the trigger already. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, well, yeah, sorry, don't, sorry. Let me just check the safeties up. Click. Um, <laughs> put, the, put, the, put the safety on. Oh, sorry, safety, safety on. on. Sorry, I'm still quite new to this. Apparently I'm proficient, but who knows? <laughs> 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 don't believe everything you read on D&D Beyond there. <laughs> so uh, what have the two of you been up to before you, uh, you'd you reach back at the tavern? Uh, so Guy's got a crossbow. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no shit. A light crossbow. Julia's uh, got a crossbow bolt in her leg. <laughs> oh no. Um, he's got twenty bolts. Um, and he also got like he swapped around. Uh, looked around to see if he could um find a decent armor. Er. Um. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's a word. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he managed to find a good balanced rapier for twenty-four gold pieces and a chain shirt because he thought, "Hey, this guy's got to have some protection besides his good looks." Um, <laughs> and that, he got that for fifty p- pieces of gold. So it's a bit tight in the shoulders, but you know, it's comfortable across his chest, and he mm. still can be stealthy. So that's good. And the last thing he did was he looked around um, just to see, because he had this sort of weird feeling, like a like an idea of like, you know, maybe looking to see if there's like a music venue down on its look that might, you know, want some patronage. Mm. Maybe a future plan that he might want to like, you know, don't know, own it and yeah. make his like own, what do you call those? Uh, Daryl, Witcher, what are they called? Um, you go to one in Novigrad. Bars, no. Yeah, they're just taverns. <laughs> no, they're called. Jack and I was just in tab playing, performing in ta- taverns. Wasn't it like a true? It's not a troubadour thing, but it's called something, isn't it? No, that, that's because he owned that tavern. He co-owned the tavern. Oh, uh, and he performed there. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. That's the vibe. I think he likes that's the idea fine, of like yeah. owning his own venue and like you know he's on like six nights a week or whatever. Nice. <laughs> in the future, we'll see. We'll see. But he's just just All put right. the feelers out there. Putting the feelers out, having a look, a look nice. around, and yeah, there is um, a, like you get the vibe that there is a small music scene in Vernock Rise. Um, in that, like, quite a few taverns have permanently hired bards or at least regulars that will perform and like do little like tours around. Uh, as for a full music venue, there's nothing that's like explicitly dedicated, but you do find um, sort of one or two shops that are sort of run down a little bit, sort of uh, some empty vacant shops that you know it gets it gets the wheels turn in your head that possibly some of these spaces could be used and turned into something that was dedicated to music and with that um he looks over to juna um very satisfied so juna uh just remind me because i got a bit distracted with uh, my coin purse i was just making sure to count correctly which coins i have <laughs> um what did you get again what did i what what did you get i got 200 gold Oh, you didn't get anything. Oh no! Oh, what is Juna gonna buy? Is that yeah. what you're asking? I, I, I'm talking about this in the past tense because we're in the oh. future now, oh, and we've come back to the tavern. Are we in the future? Yes, we're in the future. Oh, the future. this thing again. <laughs> is the bread still there, David? Oh. Up on a shelf where it was. Yeah. Top quality. Oh my guy, we are in tomorrow. No, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the tenses confused me. Juna is just going to be like, la la la, happily following Guy around going, I'm not really going to buy anything and asking people if they know of a place to procure procure the services that she thought Gwen was buying for her for Heart of Springmas. Uh, <laughs> Guy is feeling it very awkward with his bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd get a lot of, a lot of either like, laughter that this little old gnome is like up and asking for for rude things uh, or like people who are just so shocked that they don't even respond and just carry on walking <laughs> um, until she catches eyes she sees a tattoo parlour 
And uh, she is going to go in and first of all ask for a tattoo, if that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What, um, what's the design? She is going to draw down as best she can remember um, Enkidu's mark on the back of his left hand and she's just going to have it like inscribed just under her elbow like it's like this like split it spilling down over her elbows now and that's sort of her new tattoo amazing that she's gonna get and then she's gonna say oh do do you ever like you know sell the tool i'm a bit of a tattoo connoisseur and she just sort of like lifts up her like the bottoms of her trousers and her sleeves and sort of you know, like when you pull down your neck just to sort of show your chest, not your tits, but just like the top bit of your chest. We can the see. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicky is it, giving it, doing exactly what she's <laughs> yeah. saying. Exposing <laughs> yourself on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> um, and saying, yeah, do, do you sell any equipment that I could have myself? I could buy myself? Uh, yeah, and the the guy that's um, that's in there, he's sort of like a... A sort of a thinner chap. Um, again, his arms as well are covered in tattoos. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I've got a couple of old ones, uh, old sets. Uh, could uh, could pass to you with a set of inks? Yeah. How much? I don't know. What did I say? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, we've done this all in the past, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, 45 gold pieces for the toolkit and 30 gold, gold pieces. pieces. And 30 for the inks. 30 for 30, inks. 13 for the tattoo. Uh, so she and he says that sounds like a great price. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point of us talking about stuff in advance. And then she gives him the money and uh, leaves with guy. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So back once you've arrived back at Drake's, um, are you gonna both just settle in there and wait for everyone else to come back? Um, are you gonna go out to Gwendolyn? Are you gonna? What time of the day is it, David? Uh, by this point, it's probably sort of about five o'clock, sort of five six o'clock in the evening. This is Chris really missing pubs. But, um, hey, Juna, do you want a quick shandy before we go out to see Carhild? <laughs> yeah. I think we should go and see Carhild, but I'm up for a half a bit of shandy. Come on, we'll just be here for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a shandy and then we'll go see Carhild then. Yeah. Amazing. Um, whilst you are sat having your shandy, which will be uh, three silver pieces between the two of you. Are you paying or am I, guy? <laughs> go on, Juna, it's my treat. Oh, thank you. Orin, Kirda, and Enkidu come uh, through the door, um, carrying lots of boxes. I thought I'd buy you some bedrolls. Like to go with your nice new cart. It's always nice to sleep on an extra comfy blanket. Yeah. And sort of like drops it down on the table in front of the two of you. Uh, but Orin and Enkidu, um, what have you guys been up to? Um, so Orin has had quite a long shopping list of stuff <laughs> to get through. <laughs> um, enjoy this, audience. Uh, so I think he's popped over to uh, Flo the Blacksmith, who he met last mm-hmm. time, to mm. pick up a shield. Um, uh, just a standard shield. Um, and uh, uh, f- for a few ideas that he's got to do something with it further down the line. And then he's popped into uh, the well-stocked cabinet again to stock up on reagents for various potions, including Very nice. finding uh, just some generic reagents to to have in his kit, just in case they come in handy down the line. Mm. Um, he's going to pick up um, the the stuff that he needs to make some more of the anti-frosting. Anti-frosting uh, potion. <laughs> uh, so he's going to pick up for your car, the, for, for his car, for his yeah. cart. In case, you know, they they get to the cart in the morning, it's frosted over and, you know, the horses can't see where they're going. So uh, uh, so he's going to get enough to make four lots of that. Nice. 
He's going to have a look around for components that he needs for his visor of uh, dark vision, visor of night vision, um, mm-hmm. that he found in Ferrisine's workshop. Um, look around for some of those. He's going to think about buying a pearl. He's going to change his mind. Then he's going to change his mind again and go and buy a pearl um, so that he doesn't have to take apart Aggie to do the identify spell. Uh, and then realising that he's probably overspent a little bit, I think he's going to go back to Flo the blacksmith and try and convince her that she really wants to buy a short bow off him. Um, That's a, fairly, a fairly unused short bow as well. Yeah, right? You've yeah never it's really basically untouched. Yeah. <laughs> it's still so, in its shrink wrap. Yeah. I mean, you found it on a dead body, right? Has, haven't you, like, gone underground and swam through, like, subterranean, like, gullies? Yeah, it's got a little bit of mould on it. Yeah, Orin's, <laughs> Orin's fixed it. Orin's patched it up with a bit of sticky tape and mending and, you know... Uh... Sure, sure, sure. Dried everything out by the fire at Ferris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she'll take it off your hands and give some gold back. Uh, 16 gold, we'll say. Thank you. Uh, Orin haggles for 17 and fails to get it. Um, <laughs> uh, and that's 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 him done. So at the end of the day, uh, for those who are keeping numerical count, he's spent 182 gold. <laughs> yeah. Owen hey, doesn't know how to budget. He's never had money no, before. He's not great with having lots of money. Um, he's just blown it all. Amazing. <laughs> I'll hold um, on to it for you, mate. <laughs> it will like. It will triple in value. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Bank of Gaius. Enkidu, what have, what have you bought on your travels? So Enkidu has decided to buy a, a scabbard for the scimitar. Um, so we can finally like, keep it out rather than have to summon a random weapon every time. Um, nice leather scabbard that, that will keep. Um, he's paid more than he knows he, ought, he needs to. Because um, he can either just buy a new shield. It's cheaper. But he's chosen to fix the shield that he and Orin made together. Oh, So I know that cost a pretty penny, but it's worth it because it was the first thing they've built together. So um, he's he's gone to follow the blacksmith to get that sorted out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's bought two two-person tents um, ah, because we always plan. sleep outdoors and we never seem to be bothered by it. <laughs> so he's bought two <laughs> tents. Um, he has um, also bought a travelling cloak for himself if he stays up late and it's the um, nasty elements, like a black long hooded cloak just for himself. Um, you can write me a receipt if you want, David, later on. <laughs> um, invoice me, yeah. Invoice me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, invoice me. Um, yeah, he, he's also <laughs> one to... Whatever, magic is really fucking expensive in this city, but he thought he'd buy something that was useful. He bought a spell scroll for a cantrip, the light cantrip. So he's bought ah. that. Um, because... Now he can no longer see in the dark. It'd be helpful to produce his own light. Mm. Ah. Also, a couple of history books on Ayland and Dravain, how much that costs, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe about two or three potions of healing, if you can afford it. Potions, are, potions of healing at 25. I think last time, when we went to the Wellstock cabinet, just because I've got my notes up, it was, it was all, three healing potions for 200, one for 80, or the ingredients were 50 if you were Guy, or 25 if you were Orin. <laughs> <laughs> then Inkidu would not buy the potions. Cool. So purposely <laughs> want to save money. So Do you want to buy the, the ingredients for Orin to make later? Oh, that would be great, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, buy a set of ingredients. You're together anyway, aren't you? So Yeah, yeah exactly. we are. So yeah, yeah, we've yeah. probably done that together. When Enkidu sees how expensive they are, Orin's like, just get the reagents, I'll make you one. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, so, it sounds like... Some cash. 
This is 100% what me and my Final Fantasy friends do as well. (laughs) (laughs) I get the ingredients, they make me shit. Um, That's what I'm here for. So we probably went to the the stationery store together as well, because books are in... Yeah, yeah. or in happily browsers around. Do you know, actually, like, separately, yeah, you've basically said, we're going to go to exactly the same places. So (laughs) it makes sense that you travel it together. Exactly, yeah. So I bought some pen and paper for myself and some history books. Amazing, amazing. Orin helpfully tries to advise what history book. And Keely's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this one looks really cool. <laughs> um, the entire time for the two of you, Kierda has basically not stopped talking. <laughs> it's never been in a, an annoying way. It's gotten close. But actually, like, the stuff he's coming out with isn't boring. It's completely irrelevant to anything <laughs> but he starts telling you random little stories about his travels around the world he's uh he's rambled on about um this one country like how uh, this whole country was established that there's this whole bunch of dragonborn clans like really pissed off the cantorians um and they established like a whole dragonborn little country in the mountains uh which is great fight they called it mayastan <laughs> um, oh. uh. It's a Destroys kind of keep no pots yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ruined plans. Um, but uh, yeah, basically he's just been like nattering away, and it's all been very interesting. But any time that you've tried steering the conversation toward getting some like further information out of him on something relevant, he's just diver- diverted the, uh, the the conversation again and again, and he gets distracted a lot. Is the other thing that you've noticed is that uh, he'll distract the conversation by talking about something else that's caught his attention. Hmm. Is this while they're still shopping? This is not at the yeah. tavern This is, yet. yeah, whilst, uh, whilst yeah. they've been shopping. But um, once yeah. you've made it back to the tavern and, you know, you've all sat down, yeah, are you all going to stay there for a little bit? Are you going to head out uh, and meet Carhilda uh, out with the catapult? Carhilda um, will, like, if the catapult stops, she'll, like, come back up. Mm. If it's starting to get dark, she'll probably be like, okay, um, I'll go see where everyone else is. Because it's, what, spring? still yeah, like late, late spring so, yeah it wouldn't necessarily be dark would it be dark this early time is for like six o'clock maybe just starting to get dark that's probably mm-hmm. by the actually six o'clock's roughly the time that they'd probably be closing the catapult up um which is a question for you kai hilda um catapult girl yeah <laughs> has been um has been there quite a time um her name is uh, uh mossy Mossy. You've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seemed quite pleased to see you sort of join the crowd again. Yeah. Have you stayed back at the crowd or? Uh, like, I think if she kind of was like giving me a smile or something, I'd probably like be like tempted to start walking towards her to be like, have a chat and like see if I can help her with the catapult and yeah. like, does she like my new clothes and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And yeah, it's been it's been a really nice relaxed chat with each other. Um like you kind of like get on side in like comparing how a lot of the teams are doing, then just chatting about um I was about to say the weather, but that's an incredibly boring conversation. <laughs> Things that are more interesting than the weather. Um she's uh she's the the daughter of a um of a uh, deliver. A seamstress <laughs> um, in town, so she's got uh, she's got an interest in your clothes. Oh, um, okay. Her, her her parents do a lot more sort of repair work than necessarily whole designs, but um, yeah. So she's just sort of kind of training in that, but then then thought, let me let me help out with the tournament because it's a uh, it's an extra couple of pounds. 
I don't, is, is there any kind of inside gossip, inside intel that I can get about the competition? Or is it just like more just like nice chit chat? Um, <laughs> Bit of flirting. There, you do get the sense that quite a few teams have come through here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she does, um, through the flirting, uh, let you know that a lot of the teams that are coming through now have actually already been to Four Lost Vale. Ooh, so we need to get a move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Gwendolyn, like, on hearing that is, like, kind of like, she's having a nice time flirting, but she is also kind of like, mm, okay, uh, I, we should probably move then. Um, so kind of like, yeah, she kind of gives her her name, Carhilda, and like, I, I, I will be back here again, though. So, you know, um, it would be nice to uh, hang out or something. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I still live with my folks cool. uh, in the craft quarter. So that like... sounds like a great place I'd like to go. And 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 thank you for letting me um kick the thing on the catapult lot. That was really fun. You are like, <laughs> and I don't want to like. You are really good at kicking. Thank you. <laughs> that is like really good. Thank you. Well, I mean, you're you're not too bad yourself. Like <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, she's kind of blushing, and uh, I I probably should get back to my friends and um. Uh, maybe we should get a move on because I think we, we we still need to go to Wallaceville ourselves. So, yeah. Okay. Um, well, it's been it's been really nice hanging, it, and uh, see you around sometime. See 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 you around sometime. Bye, Mossy. And she just like tries to like give a cool wave. And <laughs> tries to look cool as she walks back and kind of like tries to spin her umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Please make her do a performance check. <laughs> uh, yes. yeah, please. Performance check. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. That is twelve. I mean, it's it is as you described, uh, <laughs> but it it's not necessarily not not necessarily attractive. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mossy, Mossy is still equally as distracted by you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not entirely sure if it's for good reasons. Um, <laughs> uh, but to the point uh, that the guy at the table was like, Mossy, come on, concentrate. And there's like another team stood there waiting for the, the catapult to go. Cute. Aww. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, as soon as I'm kind of like out of her eyesight, I'm going to start hot-footing it to Drake's to kind of say like, we need to move. Nice. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. Early access for episode one of The Further Adventures of Dwayne Fabulosa is now on Patreon. Head to www.patreon.com forward slash no small roles to check out this mini series starring Jeremy Cobb and Jasper William Cartwright of Three Black Halflings. Another of many Patreon perks is getting to join us in the Zoom for recordings of No Small Questions. Our next recording will be on the 2nd of May at 8 p.m. B. ST. Vicky Gaskin and David Knight will be in the hot seat. So get sending your questions via social media and our lovely Discord chat. 
Want to join our Discord? You'll find the link in the show notes. You know we love it when you, our wonderful listeners, help us spread the word about No Small Roles. You can do this on social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram. You can also recommend us to your fellow petals, if you can track them down. And of course, by rating and reviewing us on places like iTunes and Podchaser, you can help even more crumpets find the show. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to Drake's for a drink. Yeah, so back at drinks, Juna and uh, Gaius, uh, you're probably finishing up your shandies. Have um, the rest of you bought drinks, Orin and Kidu? Uh, Kida probably has. Yeah. He probably sort of saw them drinking. He was like, yeah, go then. Yeah, Kida's probably bought those drinks, right? <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's what's happened. Kida has bought another round for the table. Nice. Yeah. So now that we're trapped with him, yeah. As Kida goes to the bar, Juna is going to take her opportunity to cast Detect Thoughts, the Ooh. first level on Kieda, whilst his back's turned. So as you cast Detect Thoughts, you, again, it gives you like sort of a, a like a radar type thing, doesn't it? A sonar sense of like, you can pick out other people in the area, right? Yeah. You cannot pick him out. Everybody else, like, sort of... Is in, in a Winthropian way? Or in a no, different way? In a different way. It's not that, like, as you try to listen that there's some static or anything. It's just, he is not on the on the scope for you at all. You can see everybody else and, like, just hear, like, Edda thinking about um, sort of having to reorder uh, some cups that were smashed and, and uh, the others thinking about the things that they've just bought and a couple of drunk people playing cards in the corner, thinking about the cards that they're holding, but he's just, he's like a little void in amongst all of that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes back with the, with the cups on a little tray, puts a, puts a drink out. Here you go. Bottoms up, everybody. Oh, bottoms up. Thanks, Kieda. Oh, thank you. Uh, cheers, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Listen, it's my absolute pleasure. <laughs> now, Juna, like... Is it alright if we just like chat flower shit to each other? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't mind talking out loud and like in the open in the middle of the pub and that. No. Like, do you want to go somewhere else? Oh, like no, you no, no. Here? These these are my boys. All of them. Yeah. No, these three. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. There's no, there's nothing that I can say or you can say that they can't hear. Oh, that's good. Nice, nice. All friends here. Right. I. Basically wanted to pick your brains about how much Ginger has told you about what we're supposed to be doing. Juna messages, ah! like, to all three of them one by one. Jeez, the week. And Guy grabs his ears. <laughs> ah! And Kino spills his drink. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, all three of them just, like, ah! react in different ways. Because, like, Basil didn't tell me nothing. I don't really know what's going on. I know absolutely nothing. Less than nothing. Like, you got no specifics? No, no specifics whatsoever. What I find the strangest is that you are like a void to me. And I, I, I'm very pleased to meet you, but it's the strangest thing. It's like I kind of can't make a connection to you. Like, what, uh, uh, what do you mean? Like, I mean, we touched earlier. It's like you're impervious to my magic or something. That's weird. It's really weird. You want me to, like, try it back? I can do a little bit, like, not a huge amount of magic, but... What can you do? 
Well, it's mostly like uh, like illusiony type stuff. Really, uh-huh. it's it's really my bag. Uh, like, all right, if you don't mind, I'm going to try a little something on you. Oren looks very suspiciously <laughs> over this. Yeah, guy is getting a bit tense. The mention of illusion magic as well. Mm-hmm. Just like, mm-hmm. Duna is sweating. I know, right? <laughs> um, actually, but while this begins happening, mm. Oren is just pulling down his goggles and is casting goggles of magical detection. Amazing. Just to see what magic is going to happen for the next 10 minutes within 30 feet of him. Cool. Mm. In which case, sort of, uh, Kida mutters a few words under his breath. And then, like, moves his hands uh, sort of in a circle around the table, gesturing to all of you. And, like, as his hands come back together in front of himself, there's sort of a, a shimmer around Orin, Enkidu, and Gaius, as well as Kierda. And suddenly, they all look like Gwendolyn. But Juna doesn't. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Does, does this mean you tried to do this to me and you couldn't? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Like, I was like... Whole table. Let's get looking like the missing gal, you know? To be honest, that would have been so fun when she comes back. Can and you, you imagine? You That's should all stay thinking. as her because this she'll appreciate <laughs> it. All right, we'll all sit here like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, this is very strange. So, like, like we're not, like, getting, like, it's, I, I did it. Like, I included you in all of that, but you're not, it's not taking nothing yeah. on you. It's not, no effect. Did Basil ever say anything to you about if you met someone else? See? Nah. Like, a few times I was like, oh, like, why don't we just go meet up with the others? And he's like, bad idea. But, like, I don't know, beyond that weird string thing that's happened and, like, we can't affect each other with magic, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't see... The whole time I was travelling with him, I don't know if you feel like this way with Ginger, it felt like, like, I had no idea what was going on, but, like, he knew everything, but he just wasn't telling me. Like, he wouldn't, like, be like, no, I'm not telling you, Nat. he just, like, kind of skirt around it. Like, you know what I mean? Did Ginger do that? Yeah. I reckon they're keeping secrets from us. David. Yes. Does it, does it look like he's spinning a little yarn here? Or is, is he telling, does this feel like a genuine... Yeah, we're all suspicious of this bad boy. You are welcome to make an insight check. Um, are we, Thank you very are, much. Sorry, sort of... After the fact, but are we all able to do this, David? Yes, go for it. Juna's not going to. I think Juna has the, this sort of feeling that she knows she's supposed to be keeping her distance, but she all it, she almost has this, like, inability to, like, not sort of dig a bit deeper. Yeah. Like, and yeah, and yeah. sort of an inability to doubt what he's saying as well. Yeah. Um, what did everybody get for that? 13. 10. 16. It is quite hard to tell through the illusion of Gwendolyn that he has got on himself. That's the other thing, <laughs> is that it's Gwendolyn sort of gesturing at the whole time. <laughs> like, he seems pretty convinced in what he's saying. So, yeah, you, you can't tell whether or not there's any deception going on. But whether or not he's misunderstood something or whether or not something like that, you're not entirely sure. He's, he's just very keen to, to, you get the sense, yeah, he's very keen to learn from Juna yeah. to see if she knows what what it is that he's missing um and just just while we stopped uh with the detect magic is it just illusion magic around there isn't anything else happening yeah no it's just it's just illusion okay thank you yeah it's roughly at this point gwendolyn <laughs> that you walk into the bar <laughs> <gasps> oh my goodness oh my Surprise! goodness oh 
my goodness. What? An imposter just walked into the room. <laughs> why, why don't you look like the five of us? Because Four of us. you're all wearing my old clothes. Oh. That's... I'm not wearing your old clothes. I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> this is very, very weird. And Kidu sips his drink. <laughs> And Guy will try and do a high kick. (laughs) (laughs) She just starts laughing. Yeah, do you want a drink? Um, I'm actually not sure if we should have a drink because, uh, can you drop whatever this is? This is very weird and disconcerting looking at myself. Yeah, all right. And he stands up and like does a little spin uh, in his dungarees. Sort of trying to like sort of spin him out as much as possible. And as he sort of comes back, <laughs> it's, it's just Kierda again and everybody else looks like themselves. Okay. I didn't know my head looked like that from the back. Do you want me to do it again? No. Then you can have a proper inspection. <laughs> no, no, thank you. All right. I was just uh, getting some information down at the catapult and, and it turns out a lot of the teams are already quite ahead of us. Oh, I no. don't know what? how we feel. Well, they've already got more spoons. Well, they've oh. already come via Fallus Vale. And we've still got oh, to go there. No. Oh, well, we better get going then. We better get going as soon as possible. If you, if, are you all ready to, to leave? Uh, uh, I've got my shopping. Um, uh, yes. Yes? Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. What do you think, Julia? Uh, no. I need to just have a meditate before we go. Oh, yeah, you always do that yeah. before we leave a place. And do we want to travel at night or do you want to wait for the day? I mean, you've got to get these spoons, right? Very important, these spoons. Yeah, and we got to, you know, mm. put our distance. I mean, from here and, and you know. We, we've got a cart now. that We could kind of rotate who's driving it and who's sleeping. Uh, oh, the boxes of bedrolls. Did somebody get... Yeah, I got your bedrolls. Oh, fantastic. So we could... right, you stick them back in that cover of the wagon of yours. They, uh, yeah. they came from our goose, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely little shop. It's weird. You walk in and they've got all the stuff right out the back. You've got to ask for it at the front and then they go and get it. It's so strange. That seems very unnecessary. <laughs> no, but it's very efficient. Oh, is it? Juna, if you want to go and um, meditate somewhere... You know, you can always message us. You can always message your friends to tell us where you've gone. You know what I mean? We, we, I did pay for the room for tonight just in case. So we've got options. We can pay. We've got the room. It's ours. Um, yeah, we can you should get just the stay room. the night. June um, can have a meditate. Um, you could let the horses rest before they apparently are going to be driving through the night. And, uh, and then, uh, like, I'll have a little bit more chat and a drink with everyone. Um, that sounds really tempting, but uh, I mean, on the other hand, um, <laughs> oh, another, another little drink. Uh, little yeah, drink I mean, the horse is new, and oh, uh... guys has got his finger up. He wants another little drink. No, no, no little no, guys. No, that's Chris. Sorry, not guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to um, just uh, hum to myself, and through that mm. magic, I will cast a message to Juno, just to say. Juni, you know, we could probably leave town, just like hang outside the city, and then you could message Ginger to say, hey, we're just outside the city, or we could meet you in Forlas Vale. If being here around this guy makes you feel uncomfortable, it's just an idea. That's definitely, yeah, there's no limit to the message, is there? It's multiple messages. When it gets to the end, she's like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then <laughs> tell me more, <laughs> and then you can do a new message. <laughs> Okay. I, I, it's the strangest thing. I don't feel. I feel very comfortable around him. I think that might be the problem. And I don't. I don't really know 
what the problem is. I don't know if if the problem is him or or the problem is us being around each other, but I do have to wait for Ginger or, or say that we're going somewhere else. Okay. So let's do... Yeah, that sounds good, what you suggested. You do that. Whatever decision you make, we're with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So what do you really think of Enkidu? And... <laughs> 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 well, I'm going to show him the... The tattoo later in a quiet moment, guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll I love hope. That. I hope he doesn't. I hope he uh, thinks it's okay. I'm sure. He anyway. Will. <laughs> anyway, Orin. Orin looks like he's about to say something really profound. <laughs> and Orin does. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, D and D. During that time, like Gwendolyn's been casually like posing in her new outfit just like just in case anybody's noticed <laughs> it, it is a beautiful outfit Gwen um Carhilda <laughs> Gwendolyn just looked white looked wide eyes and then just like yes Carhilda look I've got KT on my back <laughs> oh and Kierda in a very loud voice goes yeah Carhilda <laughs> <laughs> it's what your name is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a lovely name don't know where where it's from Oh, uh, well, my mother gave it to me, so. Oh, lovely. Thank you. I like names. Lots of names, actually. Um, I met a girl down at the catapult called, oh, what was her name again? Was it uh, Liana or no, Linda? When she says Liana, can she do an insight check on him? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Orange eyes shoot up. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Grace, big fan. Yeah. I'm not a fan of my rolls. Um, that... I think your bread rolls are great. <laughs> Four. Oh. oh. No, he, he seems very interested in the catapult story. <laughs> <laughs> she runs through a couple of different names and finally gets to Mossy. But like, yeah, she's just kind of sizing them up whilst she can see the shooting eyes between uh, um, Juno and Gaius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Juno's going to pick up and go, Leanna, that's an interesting name. I've never heard that name before. Have you, Kierda? Yeah. <laughs> Kierda takes another drink. <laughs> Pretty common name there. Oh. Yeah. You not, not heard that name before? No. Oh, yeah. That's a good question for you, Gina. So, like, <laughs> when you went travelling around the world, like, how, how long have you been back here? In this area of the world? Yeah, like in this region, yeah. Vicky looks back through her notes. Uh, <laughs> you were with the um, Roses uh, for 50 years. 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's going to like you. About 50 years or so. What about you? How long have you been around this area? Like, spent quite a lot of time travelling, obviously. Where did you standard. go? Where have you been? All sorts. Like, went Breckenberg Tribales. We went um, Cantorian Empire. Kind of went, like crossing like up and over if you're looking at a map that makes sense and yeah. then like down back to Sulmeret for a bit and then ended up at the Mercylands. Mm. and where yeah. where are you from originally so like technically like i was born in Sulmeret, but then like my parents and that they uh they didn't give me up straight away and like like they, they took me out to the Mercylands for a bit because of their work uh because they're based out there i just they just i just have so to be they born. they've hmm? resisted well, I think they kind of like ran away a little bit, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it's all right, like you know, it's fine. Like they realize. Is they that got... why you're not Sep? You're not Sep Tagadon. 
Oh, like, no, I, I, I just dropped the sip in case anyone, like, asks questions. Interesting. Is that, I mean, Basil told me to. This is where Juna's going to insight check him. Yeah, go yeah. for it. He's going against some things she's been told her entire life. Ooh! Unnatural 20! Oh, no. Unnatural 23! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he's completely telling the truth. Sort of where he was born, where he's travelled. He rolled very low for that. So, (laughs) um, and yeah, the fact that Basil has told him that he can drop the sep to blend in. Oh. When were you travelling from Sulmarath to the Mercylands? Just out of interest. Like, when I was, like, a right little kid, and like they'd found this by the time I was like what eight nine, uh, and then I went travelling around the world, and then I kind of come back, and there yeah, it's been the past like thirty years. I kind of spent a lot of time, uh, thirty forty years, yeah, about that, like between Stormareth and the Mercylands, just travelling back and forward between them, just yeah, around the area, Do- doing what? Well, like a bit of uh work with my parents, like a little bit of government work. A little bit of, uh, like, a kind of, like, helping out, but also just, like, whatever I wanted. What what, what did you want to do? Like, research and stuff. Oh, yeah. What, what do your parents do, then? They're not, like, nobles, but they're, like, like officials. So, like, they, it's a lot of, like, dotting the I's and, and, like, crossing the T's and stuff. A lot of paperwork. Uh, like, uh, trade contracts, negotiations, all that kind of thing. All right, between Somerath and the Mercylands. Well, no, but between Somerath and everyone else, we just do it in the Mercylands. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I have a question. Would I have heard of his family in Somerath? Uh, the Tagadans? Yeah. Ooh, probably not, actually. Cool. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like administrative sort of class, as it were. So, yeah, you, you wouldn't necessarily have, have heard of them specifically. I'll let this sort of, your insight check sort of carry through this as well. Like, again, this is all the truth. You get the impression that, yeah, his parents were not nobles. Uh-huh. But they were just like high up in government administration. And so you've you've worked with your parents and been with your parents as you were growing up. Yeah. I'll take it from these questions that you were not. No. I have very little to do with my uh my birth family. I see them from time to time, but I I, I was I was taken when i was born and told that's the way it was and that's how it works for everyone well i think the like taking when you were born thing i think that was supposed to happen with me but it just like didn't so i don't know i don't know if it's like the same for everyone or maybe like some people are and some people aren't yeah this is my whole thing like do you know like where on the flower you are if you know what i mean no i spend my entire life trying to think where where i could be i always assume i'm part of the balance but that's only because i've grown up learning that it is for the balance what about you yeah like all of that stuff and more like just i i'm wondering whether like part of the whole like keeping the balance is that they do things to us differently or they tell us slightly different things that's basically what i wanted to talk to you about gina like just like check the check the facts across it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just to make sure that like like is it that we're all the same, we're treated the same, or are they like trying to guide us into different places? What were you told is the is the purpose and the point? Just that, the balance and that, yeah. Insight check. 
Yeah, make an insight check. Well, the insight check is happening. Debbie, can I just ask a quick question? My yeah. detect magic lasts for 10 minutes. Did, yeah. did he drop the illusion spell within that 10 minutes? Yes. Yeah. And is there any illusion magic remaining around him now? No. Okay. Thank you. What was your insight, Enkidu? 12. Again, like, you, you just get the, the impression that he is somebody looking for answers and wanting to clarify yeah. things rather than yeah, so. necessarily, like, yeah, lying or, like, trying to create an impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is quite big news to me. I, um, I don't really know what to think at this moment, Kierda. Yeah. And when was the last time you saw Basil? Right, when was that? Probably, like, saw him? Like, 46, 47 years ago? Something like that. Like, I, I've had some communication with him, but it, it's mostly hands-off at this point. And you, are you, are you like, best buds with Ginge? Or, like... Ginger is my entire family. Oh, is she your mum? No, but she's the only family I've ever had. She's my sister, she's my best friend, she's my mum, she's everything. She's your sister and your mum? Yeah, like not by blood, but... Oh, right, okay, I just thought we'd clarify that one. (laughs) (laughs) She's sort of, yeah, like the the relationship is not the same as like a family. She's, she was everything and, um... I haven't seen her for about a similar kind of time, but um, recently I've been able to to communicate somewhat with her. Um, right. Um, may I ask a question? Yeah. I mean, I've heard part of Miss Upthorn's story about um, how there are certain gnomes in the world that you're taking from your families to fulfil... And we keep everyone else in check. That's what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, some kind of role that you guys all have to play. Like the person who raises you, who takes you from your families. Like, why aren't they with you? You know, of course they raise you and teach you, and they send you off into the world. But like, how the both of you have gone through prolonged periods of time without contact from them, without guidance. And I look at <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she, did, <laughs> she did pop in from time to time while while I was at the roses. So, Carhilda, okay. you may well have seen her popping in and out. Uh, yes, yes. I Very remember. briefly. Uh, briefly, yes. You'd, you'd have a friend come visit occasionally. Yeah. Um, ginger hair. Okay. Retcon Grace just reminded me that that was part of our story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well done. Before we go doing yeah. ginger wrong for not yeah. popping in yeah, and yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm not getting is why, why isn't there any specific way for you to fulfil your destinies your purposes you you both are left with the impression that you have to keep the balance as it were but the balance of what there's 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 a wide vast world here like what balance of political torment of of political identities within dravain or the peace between peoples i don't i don't know about you kerda but i was told that i was there to do not necessarily to know and i was the line yeah yeah, and and we were raised to trust our instincts and our destiny it's a like yeah i mean basil never put it quite as nicely just say i know you do and that's like what he'd say (laughs) yeah like and that's and and we were told that this was sort of for our own good really weren't we yeah and 
like, I think the point of, like, letting us go off by ourselves was, like, well, they taught us all they, that, 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 like, were supposed to teach us and now we go and affect everything and, like, we keep the balance, yeah. but... But we're, we're supposed to keep a low profile, aren't we? Hence why we... We just hang out, end, yeah. end up as professors and housekeepers and things like that. So who are these people? Who Who is Basil? Who is Ginger? I know what Ginger means to you, Miss Septhorn, but who is she? I don't know. We we were told not to ask those kind of questions, and so we just never did, did we? And, like, when you do ask those kinds of questions, they just don't tell you. No. They just come back, I know you do, you know? And Kidu slides his drink across the table. <laughs> it's Kidu's <like> nightmare. <laughs> yeah, he's like... He looks a little nervous now. <laughs> it's just like, it's one of those things that, like, gnomes accept could be a possibility. We accept that this is, like, when you when you have your kids, one of them could be taken off, <laughs> just if they've got a little mark on them. But the understanding is it's very rare. Only only happens seven times, seven times every couple of hundred years. So Yeah, you just kind of have to ride with it. I don't trust it. It's all right. You don't have to trust it. You don't it, have to. It, we do. It just kind of... Well, I mean, we don't even really have to trust it. It's just like... That's just because what's going to happen is going to happen, you know? It's part of the cycle of strings. Yeah. Like, I wonder... This is the other thing that I think about Gina. Gina, I'd love to know your thoughts on this one. <laughs> do you think that we actively have a choice? Or is it just like whatever we do is like the thing is that's going to happen? The second one. But I can't no. be sure. I feel like everything, I, I feel like I am led by fate and destiny, but every so often I feel a bit confused. So I, I spent a long time trusting my instincts and then one day out of the blue, when I leveled up, I, um, <laughs> I, I felt this need to to read people's thoughts and suddenly I wasn't trusting I needed to know a bit more. And obviously, we're not supposed to know. We're supposed to do. But then I'm, I'm doing knowing. <laughs> that somehow made a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it, like, in a similar way. Just like, as I'm going through my life, bam, extra illusions. Like, yeah. oh, I need to hide from that person. Like, oh, they can't see me. Like, Yeah. And, and, and I don't know where it comes from. And I'm like, well, I'll use it. The funniest thing happened the other day. Yeah. I woke up with this feeling and I just had to turn myself into a walrus at the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't I could tell you why. I just felt compelled nah. to do it. Like a full bloody walrus. A full bloody walrus. <laughs> she was very, she was a very pretty walrus. Oh, thank you, guy. Judah, that is, it's absolute gas. Wow. <laughs> Oh, but at the same time, I was always told not to take things too seriously. So, uh, and she sort of gets out the tattoo, which she's not really sure she should be showing him, but kind of at this point is just in the in the track. This is the advice I was given. Golems sound fun. They did not seem fun, but they, they sound fun. So it's quite a lot to deal with at the moment. Yeah. Right. Were you taught a uh, uh, a seven breath meditation when you were young, by any chance? Nah. Oh, that's a big part of my learning. Nah, I don't do like meditation and stuff. Do you know why were you 
taught the meditation out of interest. I just was. It's done me a lot of good throughout my life. It's been very beneficial. But like I say, we we would well, I was told not not to ask why, just to just accept it. And uh I I mean everything that I've done has led to here and I'm very happy to be here. So uh I don't question a lot of things. Can I perception check the bar, the area where we are? Yeah, like, yeah. But check around uh, for, like, people listening in and things. Yeah. Yeah, this is a big conversation having in the public bars. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was Oren's first thought when the professor was like, we can chat here. Oren's like, really? I'm, I, I have a really bad feeling about this conversation. 19. 19. Um, the bar... As it's been um, sort of get, getting slightly later and later, a few people have come in, but uh, everybody seems fairly settled in with their own conversations. No, there's no sort of lone drinkers in, in, in the bar at the moment. Um, everybody is either like in the middle of a card game or chatting and talking quite loudly. There are other conversations going on. So, yeah, with a 19, you're quite happy that nobody is listening in. Something's not right. <laughs> this story doesn't no there's something missing there's always something missing that's just how i dm <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds very rounded and complete to me <laughs> but it obviously isn't like there's there's too many vagaries there's too many holes in this story well like it's like juna said you know she, it's not her job to know but we want to know but unfortunately but unfortunately like he doesn't have the answer. She doesn't have the answer. But how would Miss Sethor know how to do what she's supposed to do? She doesn't know anything. That's not fair. And she's not known for no, so long. I agree. That's, but that's... I was not told too much for my own good. Trying to do the right thing at the right time, I guess. Yeah, just to trust. Or like to do the wrong thing at the right time. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a bad thing. What? Well, but no, that's the point, is that, like, we don't know, yeah. like... The light and the what dark. what we're doing, exactly. There's good, there's bad, not really, like, like that binary. It's things that will improve, and there are things that will destroy. And we kind of fit... Somewhere. Somewhere in all that. And you're not allowed to meet each other, because... Apparently not. This is... Yeah. If, you're, if there's seven of you every generation, how is it that you're not brought together? Like, what? <laughs> well, we're not. We're not like a team. We're just the the seven sides, I guess. We're just like making ripples in the water, you know. <laughs> huh? Juna, do you actually know any like stories of previous petals? No. Do you? No. <laughs> so frustrating. Oh, Daryl, your head's going to explode. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is that I'd like I'd ask loads, and they'd be like, "Don't worry about them. You're going to do you." You haven't found anything written in books, or nothing in books. No. Well, I'm not entirely sure from what Ginger said. You know, she said to me that every every generation, the when the the previous seven die out then the, the next seven come into being i'm not entirely sure if it, it there are ones left from the previous generation or there are 
ones being born for the next before, like whether it over, I don't know what how that all works. Like I say, yeah. my job wasn't to know. Like, because the other thing is, of course, like, I really don't mean to be rude here, but you're a bit older than I am. Yeah. And, like, I reckon we could just about fit in the same generation of, like, gnomes, but, like, I mean, my parents were pretty old when they had me, for instance, but, like, how does that work then? It's, it's clearly not like, oh, we've all got the same birthday. Yeah, I I always assumed that would be the case. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad neither of us got answers. <laughs> Great fun. Yeah. David, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. The Archmages, founding members, do we have an understanding that each of them sort of has a school of magic or that they're sort of associated with a little bit more? Am I right in thinking? Um, have we Some understanding. Yeah. yeah. I... Like the, um, you know, that uh, one of the ones on the map, for instance was noted as an illusionist. Yeah. Um, having encountered two others, you've seen that, they, again, they've been quite distinct in their magical ways. Yeah. So, yeah, you can make that, that assumption quite easily. Professor. Yeah. I don't, I don't suppose... You don't have any, like, old links to the consortium, do you? How, how do you mean, like... Oh, well, like, in your family, going back generations or anything well, like that? Well, no. Like, there's, there's not a lot of gnomes down this way just like like when everybody was moving around in that like it was there's, there's no gnomes around here so like i've got no connections my family okay. don't plus i'll be honest salt is still kind of a little bit like pissing off everybody else so we're not necessarily invited in right okay you know oh, i see so uh, no great grandfather in the consortium or anything like that no, hanging out. Like, I mean, that'd be great because then I could just ask my parents, like, hey, listen, did Grandpappy ever tell you, like, blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know? No, I suppose. But yeah. no, nah, sorry, mate. No, I just, just wondered. No. Fair enough. I was under the understanding that the that this sort of was um, below the consortium, that this was put into place to underpin things from a very different dynamic from the consortium. Yeah, this is like... It's almost like religious. Mm. Like, it's like divine making. It's just, This isn't like people. Like, we could, we don't even have to be in the same place like to, to affect the world and keep it in balance, if you know what I mean. Like, I could go off somewhere else and, like, I don't know, make all the flowers grow or something. And Juna could go somewhere and just burn the whole place down. But, like, because flowers grow in one place and fires happen in another, like, it's a balance, you know? I wouldn't put things on fire. Well, no, no, no not like on purpose. <laughs> Although I do, I do have a good friend who is very good at setting things on fire. Absolutely, like you need some people in the group who set things on fire, and some people who. Uh... That's the thing, exactly. And Kuda realizes his drink is out of reach. <laughs> um, it's very interesting, and, and and yeah, well, at least like we we don't have to like chat through it all now. Like I, I realize I've gone off on so many tangents, and you were about to make a move. Do we want another round or do we want to like park it for the night? Just getting a little bit parched myself. One more for the road. Well, One more for the road. All right. I mean, if we're going to get moving, we should probably yeah. just get moving. If we're going okay. to stay here the night, we're going to stay here the night. Juna, maybe you need to meditate to help us make that decision. Yeah. And we probably shouldn't drink and cart. <laughs> no, definitely. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> drink and cart. 
I'm pretty um, sure drive is the verb of on a car. <laughs> you can drive a yeah. car, right? <laughs> you don't cast a car. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> um, kid, if we are heading off, uh, um, I, I just I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. You, you didn't have any involvement with any monasteries at all, or Tuvir on your travels around Solmaraf and the Mercylands, did you? Oh, those bloody things were all over the uh, bloody Mercylands. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a no. Well, like I mean, I've I've popped into a few, like signed. Well, not I've signed. Whilst my parents have been signing stuff, you know, they used to drag me around everywhere signing but, stuff. Yeah, just like you know, like oh look, we are nice Solmarath people. Here is a nice check, like a bag of money, and look, aren't we nice? Can we, you know, send our orphans here? Happens, doesn't it? Like what? the thing about the Mercylands, they'll bloody take anyone. So you end up with uh, a whole load of kids what? from all over the place yeah. there. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> it would send your orphans there? Not in like a harsh way. No, in no. like if there's sea wrecks and things. Like, yeah, sometimes the kids end up there. Um, it's actually how the Mercylands got their name. I could give you like the whole history. I bloody love history, no. mate. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and like, time. It's that yeah. it was like a safe haven for like loads of shipwrecks. And there's actually this whole story of like okay. a giant sea monster that at the time would like just Professor, like take Professor, out loads of ships. Professor. Like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excited. So you knew people who were sent there? Not like sent there, but like lived there. Yeah. 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 But from Silmarath. Like, yeah. Like there were some Silmarath ships and, and it was just. To be honest, the facilities are really bloody nice. So it's just sometimes easier to keep kids there rather than keep moving them around. But would you know where they came from, who their parents were, where they, how they ended up there? Sometimes. Like what? Like where? Like who? Like where's that information? Do you have it? Well, no, I don't have it. Where is it? (laughs) I don't work for them, but like it'd be there. I'm sure you could go check it out. In the Mercylands. In the Mercylands, yeah. Have you been to Fortless Fell, Kira? Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, like they've got they've, they've got, got a couple of good libraries there. So that was my next question. Yeah. Um, and like you know, I try and sneak under the Arcanist Consortium, but they are pretty pretty high on their security. So yeah, um, and Kira gives a knowing look to Orin. Kira copies this look. <laughs> At what? <laughs> <laughs> Out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and Kira reaches for his drink and his drinks instead. <laughs> Get this man a drink. <laughs> uh, okay, listen. I, I'm gonna. I'll be honest. I'm gonna piece two and two together. You did say like you'd spend some time in the Mercy Lands. I don't know who you are or who your parents could possibly be. If you're from one of those, but like, yeah, I'd, I'd suggest 100. percent Like that's where you're probably gonna get answers for. Like that's where they got the records. So go where they got the records. You know. Okay, and your parents, would they have records? What are their names? Who are they? Uh, Scholar and 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 Barry. <laughs> Scholar and Barry. <laughs> Amazing. No, Barry, Barry, as in Barry. like, as in like berries. Oh, okay, like Barry. Yeah, the got accent. you. Scholar, sorry, yeah, it's the Solmarathian yeah, like, accent. As you write it down, like, no, 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 Barry. <laughs> like, That's me, mom. Ah, got you, got you. Um, sweet as a berry, you know. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, and there were a lot of kids taken over from. Like, I feel like you get getting caught up on me saying take them over. Yeah. Like, they they they're rescued, rescued from and what? Given a place to live, like shipwrecks and stuff. And like sometimes people be like moving kids about that, like 
if they're trying to get kids from get rid of kids from one place, like it's just nicer to go and put them in the mercy lands. The other thing is that quite often they can get sponsored and be taken out somewhere. Uh, like the the uh, the the places yeah. there, like the 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 tier houses, like they are really good at like again in a slightly religious way, like getting people into their into their religious order and then like sending them off. Sometimes I like I heard stories of some kids that go right the way up to bloody S Cliff and like train to be Griffin riders and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah. Gina told us a story about them once. Um. Yeah, like, I don't know what happened to you. Clearly not a griffin rider, but you look like you've had some training, some little tech stuff. Little spanner in the works. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't from the Mercylands, though. Well, no, that's what I mean. Is that, like, they might have put you into, like, like a training program of some kind. Not really. Well, I don't know. Gina's going to just hold Orin's hand if he lets her. Yeah. His head is spinning. Kid is going to awkwardly hold your other hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, mate. <laughs> let's sit there for a bit and then he's like, oh, I just need to have a drink. Uh, so he kind of gets hmm. back. Kid leans over and holds Gina's hand. <laughs> when they touch, and does the anything happen? things happen. Yeah, the string <laughs> thing happens again. Very definitely it happens again. <laughs> um, as the room fills with strings. Uh, there is the the flower forms under you both and it's like oh outside of that vision everyone feels a gust of wind pass through you all mm. oh really oh where's yeah. it come from can't really tell does it feel like it's coming from Juna and Kieda it, it's very quick it just kind of like passes through you all it's not particularly warm or cold it's just a wind and Kiedu's eyes immediately go to the door Kieda lets go and goes it's so pretty when we do it's, that uh, like, oh I I wish you lot could see it to be honest. Um, quick question, dear. When the, the, the thing happened with the strings, is it mm. that, like, oh, I mean, can we tell? Is it, like, the, like, a vision that, ha- that happens the same thing twice? Or does it look like the strings sort of move and then we're left in that, like, and then, like, different things are happening with the strings? It's, um, it's like they are constantly moving and shimmering as the, as it happens. And it's almost like, even though they sort of explode out from everything and separate um, out of existing things, as they sort of move to pass under you, it's like they're constantly sort of spinning into this pattern around the two of you and underneath the two of you. So it's not like every time we touch, something is changing every time. No, no. It's just we can see something that we can't see when we're not touching. Exactly. My head is spinning. (laughs) Yeah. Right, well, I don't want to make the decision for you, but... I'm going to go have another drink and I'm going to take it back to my abode. Well, not my abode, but this is where I'm staying. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it's mine. So, like, anyone that wants to grab a drink and come with me, great. If not, like, I don't know, just use your key, pop in the kitchen or something. Uh, oh. do, you, do you want a, a lift back? I mean, I, I can drop you off. That would be amazing, actually, <laughs> mate. Yeah, can I try it? Can I see it in action? Yeah, come on. All right, let's go. All right. Well, maybe, maybe we'll see you a bit later. Yeah, like whenever you like, pop in. Um, Orin, or, Orin, yeah. could I ask a favour? Yeah. Um, Juna messages to Orin, having asked with her mouth. Um, would you mind if we gave him a piece of your paper? It just means if he needs to get hold of us, then he can. Oh, yeah, sure. Is that all right? That that's absolutely fine. Uh, that's, that's a good idea. Uh. Uh, hang on. I mean, I know we've got the door, but just just in case. Uh, no, I think it's a, I think it's a good plan. 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give him one. Thank you. Before you go, Kierda, um, take this if you need to get hold of us, just in case for emergency. You just write on this, and then as you finish, we'll see it. But anyone who's with us will be able to see it. Right. Uh, okay. So, like a letter. Like a letter. Yes. So, like, I write on it and I post it out to you. I mean, you no, write on you it and it, it just it just goes. Um, oh, it's like a magic letter. Yeah. yeah, it's like a magic letter. Nice. That's all right. Thanks. Um, actually, yeah, I'll get in contact. I'm going to give you. A, if I rip it, no, is don't the, rip will it. it don't, still work? No, I don't think so. I think if you rip it, the magic's it's, it's gonna it's gonna fall all out right. of it or something. I don't know. <laughs> don't want magic falling out. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, uh, I might actually give you two if that's all right. Just. Two pieces of paper. I'm a lucky boy. Uh, yeah. Just in case we needed to get in touch about anything else as well. I just think it might be useful, Juno, in case we need yeah. to message about other things as well. If, that's uh, if you don't mind, yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. And, like, I know Heron and you have been in contact a little bit. So, like, if the paper don't work or, like, I run out of paper, um, I write real big sometimes. I mean, I mean, we we will probably see you in a little while, but I just don't, I, I, I don't want to take any chances at this point. Yeah, all right. That bit of paper is 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 the the second one I've given you. If you hear anything about I don't know anything about the Mercylands or I don't know have any sudden ideas, that's what that second yeah. bit of paper's for, right? If I if I learn anything about anything, I'll let you know. Yeah. But this isn't good. Right. This isn't necessarily goodbye. No, this is like you go and get on with what we just pay you to do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna go research and and we'll just hang out later, like. I get it. You're not kicking me out of the party. I know what's going on. We've got literally got a door to your kitchen. Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Can you give me a lift home? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, come on, then. Um, Oren's going to jump up and go over to a door. I assume there is a door in the pub <laughs> somewhere nearby. But... There's a door into the pub. Uh, I feel like people might come in and out of that door, so maybe, like, a door to the bedroom or something. <laughs> like, okay. isn't going to get used all the time. Yeah, sort of pop upstairs. Um, yeah, open to the to your uh, the room. Yeah, to our room. That, that makes sense. No one else is going to use that. Gina's going to come. Okay, cool. Um, before Oren gets the key out for the homeward door, Oren's just going to pull out the other key as well that he always wears around his neck, a sort of slightly more mechanical-looking, ornate key, and just go, ah, long shot, but you don't recognise this at all, do you? The key, mate? Yeah. Oh, it's very nice, but uh, no. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is the homeward door key. Uh, the Pulls the other key off. The other key out. Oh, yeah. do you know what? For a moment, I thought you were like, all right, no, okay. It's like, oh, it's the same key. It's just a key, uh, mate. You, the other one used <laughs> yeah. magic, isn't it? So. Uh, oh, yeah. No, this one just looks like a normal key. You're right. Um, but watch this. And Oren will pop it in the door and turn it and open the door. It's bloody bad. Right. <laughs> I bloody love it. All right, then. And he sort of steps through and goes, yeah, I got my paper. You can check with the little little heron over there yeah. if you need it. And uh, I'm really glad I've met you, for what it's worth. Beat who? Like, fuck him. Like, let's be friends. Yeah. All right, but secret friends, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gonna close the door? Or uh, am I gonna stand yeah, here no, like uh, a sorry? Right? Yeah. Like, all yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, night, Professor. Um, night. 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 <laughs> if, if you find a thing, write it down. Okay. Night. And then... Yeah, I've got it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No, like closing the door. Oren shuts the door. <laughs> How are you doing, Oren? Uh... 
Yeah, I sort of want to go to the Mercy Lands now. Suddenly, uh, spoons feel a little less important. <laughs> and Kidu will be very pleased to hear that. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long night, hasn't it? It has. It has. Uh, what are you going to do about Ginger? Well, I feel like now we're up here, I'm just going to... Oh, yeah, you take a moment. Yeah. Um, um... Uh, Orin sort of <laughs> stares at Kitty for a minute <laughs> to give Juna some space to message Ginger. Yeah, so Juna's going to message Ginger. Uh, I'm going to assume this is under the amount of characters. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? We're thinking of skipping town and heading to Four Lost Vale. Should we, can you, we meet you there? Whoosh. Do you say whoosh? <laughs> <laughs> should you, would Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I'm still stuck should on that. You would, should could, we, could, yeah, should we meet you there? I'm like, that is a yeah, sentence. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Again, you get that same kind of like panicked rushing <laughs> feeling of, from Ginger. She's still clearly on the move to you. Yes, I could get to Fallus Vale. Um, I am. It might take me four weeks. Four weeks. So, let me know if you're still there when I get close. Orin, are you still in the room? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Hi. Yep. Yeah, I'm <laughs> still here. <laughs> um. Ginger's four weeks away from here. <laughs> from Fallus Vale. <laughs> but what, how far away is she from here? Uh, how far away is Fallus Vale from here, DM? Do we have any idea? Um, by foot, probably about six days, seven days. Okay. Either five weeks or four weeks or three weeks, depending on what direction she's <laughs> so coming from. So not much nearer here. <laughs> Did you say she's running? <laughs> yes, yeah, she seems to be running. What? <laughs> <laughs> she's four weeks away she's gonna run <laughs> she's like Aragorn Gimli and Legolas she's just like <laughs> making the long which was a natural sprinter an epic like instrumental background well, going on distance? she's like jumping over crags keep and... breathing keep breathing where's she coming from Sorbara <laughs> uh, I've got one more sending uh, okay uh, we'll head to Forlos Vale and keep you updated with where we are where are you at the moment are you running all the way here? This is the last what time I can send this. She's ginger. cut there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, with that sort of like <laughs> feeling in the background, um, she's like, I was a region over. What? We'll be running. I'll be fast. What was the first bit that you said? She was a region oh, over. Oh, she was a region over. That's really helpful. <laughs> do, you, do you say that out loud, Gina? Yeah. A region over? Do what we know what island? a region over is? Like, like, like a sort of... Like, is she on the other side from, of yeah, like, Hayland or Hayland? It's got to be, hasn't it? Is anything else connected by land? She was outside of El Timpir, so Oh, she was outside of El could... Timpir? Yeah, of course she was. Yep. She's in Marath. So she, she was either to the north in Marath or she was to the west in Gridelin. But she was not even in El Timpir. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> okay, Juno. I think it's a good thing we haven't waited here. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, what six days when you're coming from Gradella or Marath? Yeah. Yeah. Let's to be go fair, down. If she's and... coming from Marath. Uh, probably we're heading the right direction. If she's heading from Gradella, we're heading the wrong way. But um, a, I think she needs to hire a car. And b, let's head back downstairs. And c, if she does <laughs> arrive here, we can go through the door. <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 that's true. We can always get back here. But you've told her where we're going, so... Yeah. And uh, we can always keep her updated. Let's go and tell the group. Yeah, come on. So if we go down and say, yeah, she's <laughs> she's out, out of zone and four weeks away. Got and... an international dialing tone on the sending yeah. message. Yeah, <laughs> So there you go. So what time is it now, David? Uh, by this point, after the long chat, uh, probably looking at like seven or eight. No, probably half eight. Well, there's no point heading out in the dark, guys. No. Get a good night's sleep and an early start tomorrow. Sounds okay. good. Off Sounds good. dawn. I have a question, Orin. Yeah. yeah. So we can always return to where we left the homeward door. Yeah, that's right. But how do we... What if we want to go back to where we came in from? As long as we keep the door open, we're okay. If the door shuts, um, we're now in the kitchen. But for the horses in the cart, that's one way, right? I was just thinking that I think, you know, we can always sell them. the horses in the cart and then just buy Heron a new one when we're in Vernac Rise. I, I mean, he knows we put the door here, so he, he's got to know that that's a, a possibility. And we don't necessarily, I mean, also somebody could come back with the horse and cart, go different. We don't know how it's going to go. Maybe he can enlarge the door and put it in a barn or something. I don't know if he has a barn. Oh, or in an open space on the manor. Maybe. I think that might be something... But that's a problem for another day. Another day. Who knows how long that'll be. For now, we can open up the kitchen door. We can say what's going on. We can get Or or send someone through to to feedback. And as long as someone's on the other side to open it again to walk back through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe even if Ginger's still coming here, if she's coming here and we're going to be moving all over the place, then she can get to Heron and then when she does arrive we can open up the kitchen door and she can be with us mm. oh that's true yeah yeah. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a couple of weeks before she's even in Dravain <laughs> so I, I think we've got time to figure that one out yeah if we keep travelling you know we're going to be somewhere different every time she's constantly having to change her direction yeah 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 did you all notice that big gust of wind yeah when Juna and yeah Kierda held hands. David, did that happen in the uh, Heron's place when they touched? No. And it's weird because it didn't happen before, did it? I couldn't tell which direction it was. Something changed. What are you thinking, uh, Carhilda? I don't know. Or is, has somebody, is somebody else here that wasn't here before but we can't see because they came in with a gust of wind or something? I don't know. I don't understand magic. Um... I do understand magic and I don't understand that. Do, do I? I mean, I'm assuming that I don't. Do I understand that? No, and Juno, you didn't notice the gust of wind. I didn't even <gasps> notice oh. it. Oh, oh. I do have... I, it, Orin's going to mutter under his breath. I do have ways of seeing things that are invisible, if we need. Shall I have a little look? I think we need... I think something has changed for their second coming into contact. Guy's just going to check all of his belongings on himself. Is he not missing anything? Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to do a flower check yeah uh, nobody seems to be missing anything um, as you sort of check especially all the new belongings and that as well there's everything is still there um, yeah feel free to make a flower check you know 23 ooh 23 as you kind of like focus in it's you're you're a lot more aware of that magnetic pull between you and Kierda Obviously, it's, it's quite weak. He's quite far away. But you are vaguely aware of it. 
just as like a just a gut feeling that like you've got a, a kind of beat on where he is. <sighs> it's it's incredibly incredibly weak, but yeah, that feeling of that magnetic pull is still slightly there. Just him. Just him. Like the more time they spend together, the stronger their connection gets. Yeah. Mm. That's where we're going to end the episode. (sighs) And then they get so strong, and then they cause an explosion. Cool. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as N. Kidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.